Spring is in full swing and summer is just around the corner. A great time for a beach getaway at the Oceanfront Boardwalk Plaza Hotel in Rehoboth Beach, Delaware. Enjoy the best of oceanfront accommodations and amazing dining right on the beach, both with great views of the ocean and boardwalk. Enjoy a soak in the heated indoor spa pool or book the adults-only concierge level and relax in the rooftop hot tubs. Book online at boardwalkplaza.com or call 800-33 beach thanks to the boardwalk plaza for being the bridge podcast network sponsor story jumpers welcome to another episode of your favorite storytelling podcast are you ready to hear a great story of course that's why you're a story jumper jesus's good work didn't end when he returned to his father god's spirit came and continued the rescue Follow along through 30 Bible stories that show how the Holy Spirit came and what Jesus' friends did. Experience the adventures of Peter, Paul, and other believers from the Pentecost celebration through the Acts of the Apostles. These stories will keep your child amazed, engaged, and inspired with a key Bible verse at the beginning of each story, a conversation-starting question at the end, beautiful illustrations and intriguing maps, as well as learning opportunities for little hearts to share the love of Jesus. Read the stories for a month as a daily family devotion or throughout the year. Get excited to go and tell how Jesus makes everything good and new. Enjoy this reading of Go and Tell Storybook by Laura Ritchie. Story 11, Amazing Escape, Acts 12. For truly, I say to you, If you have faith like a grain of mustard seed, you will say to this mountain, move from here to there, and it will move, and nothing will be impossible for you. Matthew 17, 20. God's Spirit was doing many good things, but some Jewish people didn't like that. Those who didn't believe were angry. They thought Jesus was just a pretend Messiah. And some of the Jews who did believe were also upset. They didn't want their enemies from other nations to believe and be rescued. Peter, Saul, Barnabas, and others kept telling more people that Jesus was the rescuer, but this mission was often difficult for them. Then a very sad thing happened. One of Jesus' close friends named James was killed by King Herod. James' death pleased some of the Jews, so Herod arrested Peter too. But the Jews who believed in Jesus were very scared for Peter, and they prayed hard for him. That night, Peter was sleeping between two soldiers. He was chained to each soldier, and other soldiers guarded the door. There was no way Peter could escape. Suddenly, a bright light filled the dark prison. An angel woke Peter and said, Get up! The chains fell off Peter's hands. The angel said, Get dressed. So Peter did. Then the angel said, Wrap up in your cloak and follow me. The angel took Peter past two guards to an iron gate. The gate opened by itself, and they walked along the street. Once Peter was free, the angel disappeared. When Peter realized that God really had rescued him, he went to Mary's house. 
Many people were gathered inside, praying for him. Peter knocked at the door, and a servant named Rhoda came to answer. When Rhoda heard Peter's voice, she ran back to tell everyone that Peter was out of prison. She was so excited that she forgot to let Peter inside. Peter kept knocking, and Rhoda kept telling everyone it was Peter. No one believed her. But when they opened the door, it really was Peter. God had rescued him. Everyone was so amazed to see that Peter had been set free. Peter explained how the angel had rescued him, and they remembered that with God, all things are possible. Have you ever seen God do something that seemed impossible? What is something you would like to see God do? Story Jumpers! Wow! What an amazing escape! And it was a story in the Bible! Can you believe that? The Bible is packed full with so many amazing stories like that one. And here to tell us all about writing some of those Bible stories into exciting storybook form is the author, Laura Ritchie. Hey, Laura. Hi, Andrew. Thank you for having me today. I'm excited to be here. Well, thanks for joining us and thanks for bringing um, the Go and Tell storybook. I've really enjoyed looking at the illustrations and reading through the stories in the way that you convey them. It's really different than just reading it in my Bible, isn't it? I try to make it a little bit easier um, for kids to understand. That's something I really enjoy doing. So that's one piece. And then this book also has really good illustrations to help you kind of understand what's going on a little bit better. Yeah, it does. It was neat to read in The Amazing Escape how the angel appeared and all the soldiers and the guards stayed asleep while they snuck out of prison. It was really exciting and kind of uh, nerve wracking. You know, I wasn't sure if they'd make it. I wasn't sure if they'd get caught. But sure enough, you know, they reached Mary's house and everything is is all well. Um, What made you choose to share that story? So this book, I tried to go through the book of Acts in the Bible. And I tried to pick out the most important stories and pieces out of that book in the Bible. And this was one of them that I thought was really important. Um, It shows us that God can do anything. (laughs) It was pretty impossible for Peter to escape that prison because of all those guards and everything was locked. And um, it just wasn't going to happen if it was up to him. But God can handle anything. And he did. And he sent that angel. And um, it's pretty cool how the doors open by themselves. The Bible actually says that. And so I put that in there. Um, but yeah, this was an important story. And my five-year-old loves this story. He he really gets into it. And then um, whenever they get to Mary's house, whenever Peter gets to Mary's house and he's knocking and nobody thinks it's Peter, he just laughs so hard at that part. The first time that I read it, he, he had me read it about three or four times in a row. And he just laughed so hard every single time that we we got to that part. So this is a really good story. Yeah. You would think she would just open the door to see who was there and especially (laughs) if he was calling out to her. And I guess in her excitement and you know, her, she was overwhelmed by the, even the idea that he had escaped from prison and, and with God's help. And so, you know, to see her turn around and run back to the crowd was it's pretty funny. <laughs> it is. And then no one believed her. <laughs> no. <laughs> so the whole, the whole thing is funny. So the Go and Tell storybook is part of a series of storybooks that you've written. Is that correct? 
That's right. Yes. This is the third book in the series. The first one is called the Advent Storybook, and it actually um, helps um, helps people understand why Jesus came at Christmas. And so it has 25 stories from the Old Testament and the Bible, and all of those stories help us understand that Jesus is the rescuer who came to make all things good and new again. And then the very last story um, can be read on Christmas Day, and that just you know shows us um, not only that we celebrate Jesus's birth on Christmas, but also why that still matters today. Um, and then the second book is the Easter storybook, and it has 40 stories from Jesus's life, and it really helps us understand who Jesus is. So this third book picks up where the Easter storybook left off. Um, and I think um, one of the important things about this book is it helps us realize that Jesus's rescue didn't end when he returned to the Father. Um, God's Spirit came to Jesus's friends, and they continue Jesus's mission. So we're actually a part of that story still today. Um, we see how God's Spirit came and how Jesus's friends were doing the same amazing things that Jesus was doing. Um, they were healing people. They were telling everyone, you know, that Jesus is the rescuer. And we get to be a part of that too. You know, that's neat that you have that overlying theme of Jesus being our rescuer individually and for our family and for our neighborhood, for everyone at school, and even for like our whole state and our whole country and our whole world, he's the rescuer. It's such an amazing thing to try to grasp why is it important for children to learn that? And how can this book help parents to start those conversations with their kids about Jesus? I um, grew up going to church and I was even a missionary kid. And um, despite all of that time hearing Bible stories, I really didn't see that overarching theme of Jesus being our rescuer. I didn't see it in the Bible or understand it until um, I was a mom with two little kids. And um, God really brought me to that point of um, understanding, you know, that even though I had tried so hard to be good and to follow all the rules in the Bible, um, I just wasn't going to be able to be good enough <laughs> because when it comes down to it, you know, all those rules are really about loving God and loving people. And I knew despite all of my efforts that I really couldn't love God or people well enough. And, you know, honestly, um, I I didn't really love God because I saw him as someone who had all those rules that I had to follow. And it was, I tried so hard and I still couldn't do it. And so um, I had some resentment. That's kind of a big word, but I had some resentment towards God and just thought that, you know, he was being unreasonable. Um, but um, through, you know, being a mom with two little kids and just all of the sleeplessness of that and the stresses of that, I kind of reached the point where I said, I can't do this anymore. And instead of God being mad at me, um, I actually, for the first time, saw Jesus as he really is. I had, you know, an accurate view of him as being my rescuer, all of our rescuer. And, you know, he, he came because he knows that things are broken where we are. We're broken. And he doesn't want things to stay that way. He doesn't want us to be, um, you know, hurting and alone and scared. Um, he doesn't want death. Um, so he really did come and he really is making all things good and new. And he's still doing that now. So these books are kind of my effort 
to help my kids and all kids who read them understand that, you know, God isn't someone up there who just has all these rules that we have to follow. He loves us and he wants to be with us. And that's why he sent Jesus to rescue us. That's really great, Laura. I I appreciate you sharing some of your story with us, your personal story and, and how you discovered Jesus as the rescuer. And now you're sharing that with all of us. You mentioned that your son, he's five now, and he really enjoys the story that we heard. And then I have a son and a daughter as well. They're 12 and 8, and I know that they're going to enjoy these stories. So so we already understand kids are going to love this book and all the stories inside of it. But do you have a larger audience in mind? These books I really wrote for four to eight-year-olds. Um, I tried to use, you know, vocabulary and sentence structure that they can understand. So the sentences are pretty short for the most part. I don't like to use big words. Um, I want kids that age to understand them. But I know that families with um, older kids, um, even up until their like teenage years, um, have enjoyed reading the Advent Storybook and the Easter Storybook with the rest of their family. And then some younger kids can actually understand these stories too. It just depends on the child. My um, almost three-year-old can sit through most of a story with us whenever we're reading them together as a family. Well, I know when I sat and read some of the stories, even though I had read the verses in the Bible many times, your choice of words and the way that you arranged the story made it come alive in a new way. It was like I could see things happening that I just you know, had a hard time visualizing or imagining when I was reading it in the Bible. So thank you for that. You did a great job and I'm an old man. My kids will tell you. So even <laughs> I enjoyed it. I really appreciate that. Thank you. <laughs> now, the Go and Tell storybook, how did you choose each story and which Bible characters to focus on throughout? So this book was actually probably the easiest as far as choosing which stories, because <clears throat> I really started at the beginning of the book of Acts in the New Testament and just worked my way fairly chronologically, you know, through the book of Acts. And I tried to hit all the high points and include the most important characters. Um, but this one was a lot easier than, for example, the Advent storybook, which I had to pick 25 stories from the entire Old Testament. <laughs> and so there was a lot more picking and choosing with that one. And this one really focuses on the book of Acts and just showing how, you know, Jesus's mission didn't end. Um, it really did continue through all of his friends. So we see Peter and Paul and a lot of the other first Christians and just what, what God did through them. Do you have a favorite Bible story or, or you know, one that resonates with you that you like to hear over and over again? I think so. I really enjoy story 11 just because my son loves it. So it's fun reading that with that one with him. I think my favorite is the very last one. And that is um, Revelation and some of the promises about how God is going to make everything good and new. And he's going to you know, create a new heaven and new earth. And really, it talks about how um, heaven comes down to earth. The new Jerusalem comes down here to be with us. And I love that promise and that hope that, you know, one day we're going to be with God again. And he is, you know, making that happen right now. And one day it will be fulfilled. And we'll actually be with him. And, you know, it says that um, he's going to wipe away our tears and there won't be sadness or pain or death anymore. And I think that promise is so important to hold on to when things are hard. 
Um, and things have been pretty hard for a lot of people, um, especially the past few years, it seems like. So I love the promise of that story. And I also love that illustration. Ian did such a good job um, in that illustration. A lot of authors create their own stories from their imagination. And you didn't do that here. You, you didn't come up with your own story. You actually think it's very important to create a historically accurate storybook. So how have you gone about that process? What is it like to, to create these stories in a historically accurate, biblically accurate way? There's quite a bit of research that goes into it for me, just because I'm a nurse and I don't have a lot of, um, I didn't take a lot of classes in college about, you know, history or um, especially biblical history. So I, I try to <clears throat> lean on people that I trust, you know, um, different um, theologians and scholars that, that I feel are trustworthy and do research that way. And then a lot of it is just really opening up the Bible and um, seeing the connections that are already there. So, you know, if there are places or situations that I'm not familiar with, then I definitely look those up. Um, but there, it's, it's pretty neat what you can discover if you just kind of dig in and try to see the themes that are there and, um, you know, try to just figure out what it's all about. Um, so, you know, really, um, anytime I open the Bible now, I see that overarching theme of um, Jesus being our rescuer. And um, I, anytime I'm looking at a story, somehow there's always some connection that pulls into that and just reminds me of how beautiful he is and how good he is. But it is really important to me to have historically accurate stories. Um, and I also want my stories to be simple. I don't want them to be complicated. I want kids to be able to understand them. So I try not to add a lot of fluff um, and I do my best to try to remember the time period that, that we're in um, and try to pull in, you know, what life was like then. So, you know, Paul did a lot of walking and he rode on ships. He didn't have a car. Um, so I, I try to put in, you know, things like that to help kids understand kind of what life was like during these stories. Yeah. Yeah. Completely different world, wasn't it? Um, lots of different challenges. And yet they were still able to get out there and share Jesus with so many people. You know, so the illustrations in the book are also beautiful and compelling. It keeps you wanting to turn the page and see what's next. How did you connect with illustrator Ian Dale? And why do you feel that these illustrations are so important to convey the message of the stories? Ian has been the illustrator for all of the books so far, and I feel really blessed to have him. Um, <clears throat> we actually um, initially partnered on the Advent Storybook. And that is a whole other story. Um, but I chose him as the illustrator. And at that point, um, we were just planning on self-publishing um, because we didn't really have a way to publish. And so that's kind of how we got connected. Um, and then, you know, God just worked it out to where we were able to publish through David C. Cook. But Ian's illustrations are perfect um, for these stories because... Um, they're very detailed and they're colorful and they're very realistic. I love how all of his people look different. They all have different facial features and his skin tones and his facial features match, um, you know, where the people are from. So a lot of these people are Jewish and they look Jewish. Um, and then in this book, we get some characters from Africa and some from Europe and people actually look like they're from those countries. So that's pretty fun. But I really do feel like his stories um, bring the stories to life. 
It's a beautiful book, Laura, and I now am eager to learn more about the Advent Storybook and the Easter Storybook, so I'll have to go out and find those as well. Thank you so much for sharing this one story, and there are 30 in the Go and Tell Storybook. <laughs> so, you know, I can't wait to dive into it with my kids and, and my family and to just recommend the book to more people. Would you please let us know if you come up with some more storybooks and come back and share them with us sometime? I would love to do that. And thank you so much for having me, Andrew. I appreciate it. Thanks a lot, Laura. We'll talk to you soon. Okay, thank you. Bye. Parents, best-selling children's author Laura Ritchie offers the Go and Tell Storybook, 30 Bible stories showing why we share about Jesus, the third title from her beautifully illustrated Bible Storybook series. This newest release from David C. Cook follows the Advent Storybook and the Easter Storybook, each featuring simple, engaging Bible retellings to inspire children and their families to go and tell the story of Jesus, the Rescuer. Written for children and their families, the storybook further addresses why Jesus came, who he is, and how his work of rescue and hope continues, spreading from his first century followers to the whole world, even today. As an author, wife, and homeschooling mom, Laura Ritchie is also a registered nurse, originally creating the storybook for her own children to highlight God's role as rescuer in each of their lives. You can find the Go and Tell Storybook on her website, lauraritchie.com, or at Amazon. <laughs>